your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, what's going on? Welcome into another episode of the Ask Level Podcast. I'm Choice Woodman with Chris Level. Thanks to our friends at Cantex Roofing and Construction for sponsoring the podcast. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Level, we had a, uh, a very busy week last week on the field. It doesn't get any less busy if you're looking, you know, off the court and field this week because it is uh, it's signing day this week. You got uh, portal potty going on just about everywhere, and uh, it is it's pretty wild. But we'll look back first, level. And uh, how was your uh, how was your adventures in Fort Worth? It was good. Yeah. And I uh, hesitate to even discuss anything as it relates to the portal uh, for fear of it changing in, in five minutes or being severely outdated by the time that somebody may uh, True. may listen, miss, listen or watch this uh, as it is uh, is wild out in them streets, as they say. Um, great, great in Cowtown. Uh, I thought it was a it was a fun Saturday for as much as it was probably frustrating to to those that would have attended one or both of these had it been made of, of you know uh, been an option and and with some yeah. some time in between uh because you know there's a lot of people that this is what you know they they go they go travel with these teams or they go to a bowl game or they go to a, especially when they when the when the basketball team or whoever is playing in the metroplex uh, but that, you know, again, it, it was frustrating. These things were going simultaneously. Trust me, I felt very torn. I felt, you know, just guilty. And you feel like you want to be a part of both. And you feel like you're letting somebody down. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, the situation in Fort Worth was good. Uh, Texas Tech controlled the game uh, throughout. I want to say there was, I don't know, it, it's an arena that holds about 12-5 when, when full. I would say there was probably three to 5,000 Tech fans there, give or take. I mean, a pretty strong, just kind of spread out. That's the problem is it wasn't all like condensed into, into whatever. They yeah. just kind of taken over the arena. Uh, but uh, not much Vanderbilt flavor to speak of. But, yeah, you just kind of controlled the game uh, from the tip, really. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, sent them to bed early, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. 26 made field goals on, you know, there's 22 assists uh, there that, that helps you score those 26. I mean, pop Isaacs, uh, he shot it better early. He missed some shots late, but he shot it better early, but it was seven assists to one turnover that I think really pleases you there. Uh, Joe Toussaint did not carry you in scoring mm-hmm. uh, on this night. Um, you had Chance McMillan score 14 points, all of those in the second half. Kerwin Walton, double figures again and three yeah. block shots. I mean, uh, all, all, all of a sudden he's like Ben Wallace out here with the rebounds and the and the block shots and, and all these things. So it's just, yeah, it's just been wild to kind of see them change who they are. Darion Williams didn't play his best game. Uh, but you know, it, it was it was your last opportunity for a a decent win. You know, this is a Vanderbilt team that was I think twenty one and fifteen last year. They were eleven and seven in the SEC. 
Uh, they won at Tennessee last year, and a bulk of those guys are back. So uh, they they have struggled with injuries this year, but it's a it's a decent win. Uh, has a chance to be better if Vanderbilt will kind of get things turned around. But yeah, you uh, you definitely look like the team that was uh, that was a well oiled machine, and they did not. Yeah, really liked what we saw on on Saturday night because this was kind of your next measuring stick before conference play, and Tech measured up well. Uh, and, and one ma- name you mentioned in particular last time you and I talked, Kerwin Walton was coming off that first uh, double figure scoring game, and the question for us was, okay, is this a one off or is this the new normal for Kerwin Walton? And it seems like it is that that new normal. Well, it's a three off now. I mean, he's done it uh, three games in a row yeah. uh, to a certain extent uh, in a starting role. He's shooting. I mean, he went into that game uh, versus Vanderbilt shooting from, I think, from three fifty nine percent. That's insane. Wow. That's nuts. Absolute insanity. Hotter than the face of the sun. Uh, and but but it's we knew that was there, but it's him putting the ball on the floor, creating his own shot. Yep. Uh, he's facilitating a bit. Now he's he's he got in the mix uh, on the defensive end with the block shots, uh, you know, against uh, Or Roberts uh, in that of the three games, the, the middle one there, he's diving on the floor for a loose ball. It's just kind of a different guy right now. Again, yeah. and and it's, you know, can you do it over a ten game span? Can you do it in in league play? Because that that's really when you you'll find out is is when you need it in that uh, 18 round fight known as Big 12 conference play which is going to be brutally hard uh, yes, on some nights uh and and you 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 are in a position where you've got to have it from him and, and others too uh but uh but yeah 8 and 2 and you've got UTA this week but on on getaway day for for the team before they kind of disperse for for Christmas holidays it's a 1 p.m tip on a on a on this thursday and then the guys will get away and they'll come back christmas night typically and then you play i think sam houston on the 28th mm-hmm. uh, then you've got northern alabama uh early in the day on new year's day and then it's austin <laughs> and it's i mean it's just yeah oklahoma oh, and TCU yeah. and yep. i mean it's just uh it's like adversity's right around the corner you just just kind of peek around there it's 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 staring <laughs> back at you it just depends on you don't have to look around the corner yet if Not you don't yet. want but it's it, it there there's two eyes on you uh but it's just like if you don't want to make eye contact just yet it's like southwest airlines you just kind of keep your you want to keep that <laughs> middle that middle seat open just don't don't look up you know yeah, just don't just don't look up it's like it's like it's like the seinfeld episode with george costanza when he's like you know i've realized that if you just look really annoyed, you know, people will think you're really busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So How's it going? The... Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm I'm just, I'm fine. I've got a lot going on. So, you know, anyway. Yeah. But so, yeah, adversity is, uh, is near. Yeah. And, and I think it, it shows the importance of this year. You do have a few, a, a small few teams that are down in this league. Some years it's, there, there's zero off nights. Uh, I'm not calling these off nights, but the OSU's, the West Virginia's, the UCF's of the league are not as good as a lot of the other teams. You took care of business against Vanderbilt. I think it accentuates the importance of being able to win those games and making sure once league play gets here, you you can't lose any of those that you're supposed to win. Yeah, like um, to your point, uh, like the first, let's just take the first four conference games. Yeah. Two home, two away. 
in Austin, home versus Oklahoma State, home versus Kansas State, and then at uh, at Houston. Yeah. Well, the two road games are going to be two of the top teams in the league. Brutal. Um, and, and and then one of those home teams is an Elite Eight team from last year that's playing great basketball right now. Yep. It just it just speaks to, you know, I, I mean the, the the problem is is that Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Central Florida, Cincinnati, BYU, whoever you want to look at on paper and kind of go. Yeah, they're not. They're still good enough to beat you Absolutely. if you don't play really well, and yep. that's the problem. Um, so uh, that's what makes this league so so tough, and going to be much better next year. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it'll be kind of fascinating. Is the um, you know because and, and then the fifth game you know is home versus BYU, and then at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's been not very good in recent years. They're one of the bright spots in the entire league. They are. Now they've got a big matchup versus North Carolina this, uh, and they're undefeated and ranked, I think, top in the top uh, ten or twelve in the country. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. so yeah, go figure. Yeah. League is going to be tough. We've said that year after year after year, uh, yeah. but it may be even tougher this year than it's ever been. So there's basketball coming off of uh, a football weekend where the Red Raiders get the uh, the record back to the winning side to finish up seven and six on the year, following a thirty four to twenty or sorry thirty four to fourteen win over Cal. Um, this this is one of those games where. You get off to about as bad of a start as possible, but turn it around pretty quick. Yeah, you know the first uh, the first two plays are are regrettable. It's like uh, it's like when you uh, when you show up to the casino and uh, you you lose initially, and then you sit there and you try to you, you try to get it all back uh, at the casino, and uh, knowing that. Okay, do, am I going to lose twice as much, or am I going to am I going to break even? But uh, yeah, you're like, man, can we get a redo? Yeah, it, it's kind of like, uh, and you're sitting. I like here, the I casino a, reference a... after Shreveport, by the way. <laughs> there was lots of casinoing. Oh yeah, I'm sure there was, and, and a lot of extra time to be there uh, to casino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If 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 one wanted to dabble, I don't know uh, anybody like that per se. Yeah. But uh, me neither. Anywho, <laughs> yeah, but but. The beginning of the game was kind of like uh, it, it was kind of like your season uh, in a, in a way, and and the game kind of played out like it was a microcosm of your season. Sure, you, you saw what what you're capable of, but then you also saw what you're capable of, kind of thing. And um, you know, I did a, I did a radio interview recently uh, after you know after the bowl game had concluded, and, and the, the question was, okay, now now you're seven and six. You, you see what they were able to do. It's done. It's put to bed. How do you sum up the season? And I was like, man, if it was an emoji, I'd probably do the the palms up, like the shoulder shrug. Shoulder shrug, thing. yeah. Yeah, because it, 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 it was all over the place. And so much of it uh, had to do with, with injury or availability or whatever. Yeah. I think people saw a healthier Baron. And I think you see some some glimpses there. Minus about 15 players, uh, you know, and I think that's one of the things that probably nobody's made a big enough deal about is that is that you were missing a lot of your defensive front. Yep. And yet you held Jay not to 42 yards rushing and I think 2.8 yards per carry. 
whether that's want to or whether that's scheme or whether that's whatever, I mean, it was impressive uh, because that's what really scared you. And you saw on a couple of runs early in the game, he got kind of the perimeter and got loose. And you're like, oh, man, right. this is somebody get there because he's got some – I mean, they put him in the slot. They let him play kick returner. They were really trying to manufacture touches for him. But I think that's one of the things that that was a, a really a bright spot in this game was how much you limited him uh, in, in the run game. Because that you could tell that was really one of the only, one of the only things they had going for him uh, from a playmaking standpoint. Sure, sure. There's no question about that. And, you know, I think I walk away from this game um, – extremely happy with production from you, young you walked away from this game and walked straight to the casino That's what are what you, you talking did. about <laughs> I, not, not purely, straight there purely speculation on my part oh okay. speculation not straight yeah, to the casino right. there right. was there was a seven seven come change. 11 high and low look out baby it's the come out roll no, yeah, I, you know, I, bones. I come away and I'm, I was really impressed with young talent and production. And we see that in bowl games at times, but man, what you got out of Koy Aiken, uh, what you got out of Amir Washington, a true freshman. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, Esther's was big that night. You had so many of these young guys that had to kind of be forced into, to producing moments produce. They, well, you, you're missing so much of your receiver core. You're yep. missing so much of your defensive front. Uh, you you had to reshuffle your offensive line quite a bit. Um, you know, you know, and then and I think what what was interesting, and I think, I mean, it's it's you have to look closely and kind of study it to to get a true feel for it. But a lot of the pieces that you were missing spilled over into special teams, like Nehemiah Martinez, for example. I think he was on every special teams unit you had. Yeah. J.J. Sparkman on every special teams unit you had. Guys like that. They weren't at this game. They did not play or participate. Um, and so you have to adjust a lot. Of that, and that's where a lot of your your redshirt freshmen, your your John Currys, your Marcus Ramon Edwards, your yeah. uh, Kelby Valsons, your you know, all these kinds of guys spill over into that. And it was good experience for those guys. But uh, my bottom line is, you know, pe people will look at this season, and and that's kind of the conversation I had when I was doing this uh, this radio interview. I was like, man, you you can you can dice this thing any way you want it, and and, and it wasn't what you had hoped. Uh, you 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 know, the bottom expectation, the you know, is the the bare minimum, I should say, is getting to one of these types of games, yeah, and and, and all that. You want to, but you you want to start to aim for more. But you you can point to disappointment. You can point to one and three or three and five. At some point, you can point to the injuries, and you can point to what all was wrong. The flip side is here's all the things you can point to. That it it just depends on kind of what you're looking for. You win four of your last five games, okay, and you won you won out last year and won four in a row. So you're eight and one. In your last what nine games in these last two regular seasons, the only loss being to uh, to Texas in Austin, and they're going to play for the the you know in a, in a semifinal game, a national semifinal game. You've won back to back bowl games, had back to back winning records, had back to back winning records in the Big Twelve. You know the three bowl wins in a row goes back. There's a lot of momentum for this team and program and all those things, but, but it, it's all about now. Can can we not finish strong? Can we not start strong too? Can we keep our quarterback sure. healthy? Can we kind of push through and kind of take the next step? And this is what 
everybody wants to do it's hard to it's hard to get it done and you just keep you know throwing punches until you you try to land one but um that there, there's a lot to like about how you finish this thing up and you know i'm not going to apologize for ever winning a bowl game is not everybody gets to go uh you know baylor and tcu would have loved to have gotten have gone to a bowl game but sure they not, would. not made available to them yeah so so yeah so that's to to your point that's Last year, you finish on a four-game winning streak. This year, you win four out of five to close out the season. So that is the question. Can you get it done a little earlier? Can you stack some more wins early? But, Level, do you walk away from this game uh, feeling any differently than you did going into it? Or does the game have an effect on your outlook for next season? Uh, or anything About like next that? year? Yeah, really about next year. Yeah, well – there's an old saying uh, I've told I've told uh, Debbie McGuire this saying uh, a couple of times uh, okay. because it's not about if your glass is half full or it's half empty. It's about who's pouring the water. And and like I, I really feel like with Joey in charge, he's the one pouring the water. Right. So it doesn't matter if it's half full or if it's half empty. He's the one that's in charge of how how full that glass is. Sure. And I, I think you want to assess the situation after the portal portaling is done, um, you know, uh, that they are trying to address their offensive line was the biggest need in, in, in the portal. Uh, you're trying to uh, address several things and you're right, trying to get faster um, and, and all those things. But, you know, ultimately how I would answer that is that I think you see some glimpses. We all know what he's capable of, but next year, really, it boils down to, to Baron Morton. You know, is he the answer? Like many of us hope. Yeah. And can you keep him healthy? Like many of us hope that you can. Yep. Because if the answers are are no to either one of those questions, if he's not the answer, if you can't keep him healthy, so much else of what we'll talk about is a moot point. And that's just the reality of the situation, as we have seen over the the, the last uh, seven to 10 years, you know, with uh, with quarterback injuries and all those things doesn't mean you can't be good sure and and compete and, and do some different things um but it just you, you're ready to take a next step well that's that's kind of what must come with it is that uh you need some some qb health um here's one from uh the the twitter jacob asks level any feedback from kitley or bear regarding wireless communications or the tight end or TDs group is what it says, but. Oh, Baron. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't, I don't have any feedback from them after the game. I, I knew I, I had uh, various, uh, you know, and, and I, I did some, some media stuff with, with those guys for the, uh, with both of them actually before the the bowl game and everything like yeah. that. And I think they both liked it. Uh, I don't know. I'd be interested to hear how it worked, uh, what they liked, didn't like, because see now you, you're going to go back to, you know, that that was a one-off for right now. I don't think they will pass this in time for it to be available for next season because the, the technology and the, budgets and all i just don't know if there's enough done yet but they wanted to try it to kind of jumpstart this process so next year you're still back to hand signals and the boards with you know a deck of cards or dolly parton or 
I don't know, Screech from Saved by the Bell are on there or or Walter <laughs> Payton. Who the heck yeah. knows? I don't know. There's all kinds of right. I'm like, you know, what what is that? I mean, there's just, you know, yeah. And it's uh yeah, it's 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 all kinds of stuff. So you'll have that back and hand signals and all that stuff uh next season because I don't think this will be in place. But I hope I think that it's uh, it's coming. I just it's a matter of of when and then how how it works. What what do they actually allow? Yeah. Is there a cutoff time? You know, I mean, all, all, all the things. Yeah. So um, here's one from Leah on Twitter. Will Xavier White, Loic Fungi, or Dre McCray be back next year uh, on special teams? Will Coach Perry be back? And what about Jackson Knotts? So that's a five-parter for you. Three of, of those pe- Yeah, of those people, I only expect uh, Dre McCray and Kenny Perry to be back. I think, uh, but I think we, I know we've discussed this before. I went and looked, and Jackson Knotts is listed as a junior on, on the roster. So I don't know what if if the he's got eligibility left or not. Okay, I need to determine that he's got a pretty substantial surgery. Yeah, uh, coming up that I think is going to take him out for a pretty lengthy period of time. Right, uh, and I'd be curious to know even if he could come back if he's even healthy enough to do so correct yeah um because it it uh unfortunately yeah i so i i'll, I'll do my best to check on that but yeah uh but they ask about loic loic is going to end up at either vanderbilt or utsa okay. who's the other one uh xavier white and he's out of xavier white is uh yeah he, he's done he's out of years to play I and mean, he's going to try to i think you know, play at the next level in some form or fashion, whether that's XFL, whether that's, you know, trying to catch on in the camp or whatever, um, you know, hopefully uh, he gets a shot at it, but yeah. um, he's, you know, I mean, he, he's still hard to tackle. That's for sure. He was your best guy after the catch all year long. Um, and that's what you're desperately trying to upgrade. So the one you mentioned there um, with Loic Fungi, him, mm-hmm. He played in the bowl game, obviously. The other one that played in the bowl game, Cameron Valdez, uh, announced recently that he's going to come back to Texas Tech. So, no, that wasn't one of the questions. But Yeah, and the thing about Cameron was is that I think the initial thought was that, you know, look, once Taj Brooks comes back, I mean, you, you kind of go from like, man, I don't like it to be the dude around here to right. damn. Like, no, 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 no dude for me, man. Not for another year. Sure. Um, and, 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 you know, I mean, he, he's still, uh, I think he's well liked in the locker room. I I think he's got to be more durable. Um, and, 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 you know, maybe this, uh, this extra year in the program or, you know, another year here or off season will allow him to, you know, kind of add some more strength and just get healthier and all the different things uh, that, that you need him to do. But uh, he is, uh, yeah, I, I think what what happened is he he was trying to find out if he could go re-engage with any of the programs that recruited him out of high school uh, other than Tech. Mm-hmm. But you're talking like that list was like Utah and Michigan and, you know, I mean, and I just, I think that he probably didn't, get much traction there if he kind of was sure so i think that uh yeah it's back to back to the uh you know red raiders it goes and that and that's that's okay um and that that's i think you 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 weren't there's some of these guys that you've been like hey man appreciate it good luck to you 
right. not necessarily sad to see them leave or hey with what you want with what we can can give you as far as a role goes that's just not going to happen here yeah you know um and so good luck to you and i i think cameron he was just kind of wanting to see maybe he could play more uh and didn't burn any bridges and realized okay i don't know if i had some of those opportunities or but it's not like he's wanting to go to play at a a group of five school or something right um you know so he's just going to stay here and buy this time one more year yeah and, and again that may not be the worst thing for for either party we'll see what's what happens there like you mentioned at the beginning talking portal talking uh that sort of thing is is dangerous because it is a uh ever-changing landscape um but it seems like as a whole texas tech has gotten quite a few offensive linemen you mentioned it last time we were on together but you've offered a ton of offensive linemen um that that seems to be quite the focus in in this portal you've also got a, a couple of receivers that it should be big help but uh um it's it's pretty obvious what the focal points are for this coaching staff when you look at at who they've landed so far yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to be careful about mentioning names or or, or yeah. nailing things down and talking in absolutes for fear that it's different. Um, but but I, at the end of the day, you're you're going to end up signing, you know, between I, I bet you end up signing four offensive linemen out of the portal uh, when all is said and done. I bet you end up taking two to three receivers, two to three tight ends. Um, you know, and I don't think you're in the market for a running back now that Cameron is back, Taj Brooks is back. I don't think there's any need because you're adding sure Cameron Dickey and Quan Willis, I think is gonna be a, a name that people hear from. Um, you could see some, you know, does Bryson Donnell want to go play more elsewhere? Uh, you know, I mean there, there's you know, I don't know. Um, but I I think at the end of the day, offensive line continues to be the uh the the, the focal point. And then I do think you need uh I'm not in get, I'm not going to get into the reasons why because there's been some movement there as it relates to your recruiting class, but you you, you need some more beef up front with your your defensive tackle position. Yeah. Uh, I think you'll you'll look to take one or two there, uh, an older, more matured type of, of of player there to allow your. It's the same premise with the offensive lineman that you take. You want to allow your your young guys that you signed more time in the oven, man. You know, I mean. Mm -hmm. It's like when you're sticking the the toothpick into the cake and it's like you pull it out and it's like still got the batter onto it. It's kind of where you're at with some of these guys. And I'm so still okay with wanna, a little batter. You want most people aren't though. Like the okay. chef that's in charge is going to go. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Five more minutes. Five more minutes. Uh, <laughs> this. Uh, yeah. They, they, these guys. You know. They, they want to try to give them some more time. And so it's it's kind of best of both worlds. Like you know, we're going to give them some time, but we're also going to be really good immediately. But that's the hope. That's what you're ideally what you're hoping. So right in total, yeah. probably somewhere close to like six linemen between your offensive line and your defensive tackle position uh, when all is said and done. So so here's a question that we got, um, and there there has been some movement movement recently. This one's an email question from Josh says with signing day this week do you expect there to be any sort of defect defections from tech or late additions by tech well i think you always expect uh 
surprises and surprise can be good or bad things are 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 never really boring that day if that makes sense it's like yeah. oh hey everything fell into place just like we wanted it to whether you know somebody pulled one of your kids whether you pulled somebody one of somebody else's but um you, you know there's less and less drama as the years have gone along on signing day but yeah there's lots of uh signing day flips and, and things like that that uh I, do i know of anything possible there or ex- expected no um but yeah you've had a you've had a couple of late additions to technically your recruiting class it's hard to even determine uh what what's part of the portal entry or the yeah. or the recruiting class i mean it's it's like it kind of the lines are a bit blurred there uh, but yeah, you've had uh, at least at the time that we're sitting here talking, you've had a couple of junior college kids that you added sure. to the mix late to the process, kind of decide uh, elsewhere uh, is best for them. And so, but as far as your high school kids, I think that you'll largely be intact. But do you lose somebody? Do you add somebody? Head on a swivel. Yeah, we shall see. Yeah, I never, never really. Especially know when that. you're dealing with a, especially when you're dealing with a five star. Uh, like Micah Hudson. What are you trying to say? Well, I'm just saying there's lots of interest. That's what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, okay, okay. Not that you're going <laughs> to lose. No, so speaking of that, are, are guys like Hudson and Hammond, those that were a few of those, I think there were maybe nine or ten total guys that were supposed to be on campus. Are they on campus now? Or do they – has, no, has they're not time. because you're you're on a break now. I mean, had you had you bowled, a, it, it was literally the worst case scenario from the yeah. standpoint of when you went to a bowl game, right? Um, because they had to, what what had to be determined is like when is the last day of their high school semester to where they can satisfy all everything that they need to do so they can go. Okay, I am officially done and that's different or slightly different for each high school. And I think for both of those guys, it was basically mid to late last week. And for a lot of schools, like in Lubbock, for example, that's a, that's basically this week um, and and all that. So you just kind of were in the, it was the perfect storm or the unperfect storm for you to be able to, to get a lot of those guys uh, around and, and, and available and all that. So I think they'll just show up at the team meeting on January the 9th. I Mm -hmm. think it will be, um, you know, and, uh, you know, yeah, so they'll move in on the the 6th and uh, show up to the classes and team meeting on the 9th, and away we go. Uh, last question from the audience, this one from Matt. It says, Level, a lot of Red Raiders bought into hype and got burned this season. Will there be reason for hype next year? Well, yeah, I mean, you, you can uh... – <laughs> You, you you buy into hype, but does anybody signing up for buying into it and then going, you mean my quarterback broke his leg in the yeah. third or fourth game? Or or the guy that replaces him jams his shoulder into the turf? Not running the ball, mind you, just getting flushed from the pocket and getting tackled on the fourth play. And then and then it's like, okay, hype or not, who, who that's the thing. But this is why sports are the best reality TV there is because there's no script for it. You know, we we can, we we will spend the next however many months talking about what we think we know. There will be plenty of feedback that we get on this podcast and any other platform that you're on, Woodman, and that I'm on. Yep. Not not listening. Not gonna do it. Not getting my hopes up. And the other sure. people will be like, 
dude, if we, we won four of our last five, if we keep certain guys healthy, <laughs> you know, there'll be people all, all in between. Look and at the home that's schedule. The fun, that's the fun part about yep. it. That's right. Um, I, I do think, I do think there'll be a lot less talking about you as a program and winning the league as the dark horse candidate. I think people will back off of that. Sure. Just because of your, your past example here. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there are a lot of things to like about your team. The, the schedule being one of them, uh, home schedule, uh, your, your quarterback, you know, who's now very experienced, if you can just keep him healthy. And, you know, it depends on what you do in the portal, but you, you, you've you replaced a lot of what you've lost here. So, um, and you've got arguably your team MVP and, and Taj Brooks coming back. So there's a lot to like on paper. It doesn't, it doesn't guarantee you anything, but uh, do, do I think you'll be relevant next year? Oh yeah, I do. But do yeah. am I going to, now I didn't pick you to win the league this year. Uh, people, people are going to conveniently forget too. This team didn't, wasn't picked to win the league. They were picked to finish fourth. You finished seventh. Um, you were, you weren't preseason ranked top 25. You know, it's like, all I, I've heard all these conversations about these guys were predicted to, to win the league and, and they, they just, they were 500 team. I didn't see anybody picking them to win the big 12. Okay. Um, I saw a lot of people dark horse to win it. Um, we saw some outside dark horse candidate to make the playoff. Yeah. You know, fell way short of these things. Um, and, and we've, we, we've kind of gone into why, you know, uh, some of these things. Sure. I mean, think about as much as your injury to Shuck and Barron was, think about how much that injury to uh, Jacob Rodriguez meant to you. You know, yeah. guess what? Yeah. You haven't lost a game in which he has started and finished. And that was TCU. That was Kansas. That was Central Florida. And that was Cal. He started all those. You won all four of them. The one that he starts and can't finish, recovering a fumble, mind you, at Wyoming. Wyoming. But how much is how much does he mean to you? You know, Quite a bit. And, and like he missed, yeah, he missed the bulk of the year. And so, um, but again, injuries happen. You got to figure a way around it. And so it's it's up to We'll, we'll talk about what we think we know and what we like, what we don't like, what makes us nervous and all those things. Yeah, but yeah. it's up to, it's up to you to kind of decide how much you want to emotionally invest. Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm here for it. I, that's what I do. That's why it sucks when you lose and I love it when you win, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I kind of let it hang out. Sure. Uh, Cowboys win. I enjoy the heck of it when they lose. I'm madder than a hornet. Um, <laughs> and that's the, that's the fun part. Right. You know? So, um, Anyway. Yeah. No, good answer. Good answer. And by the way, Jacob Rodriguez and Ben Roberts together for a whole season. If you could get that, that, that sounds pretty good. To yeah, me. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, think that was one of the, the biggest quit that and kicker, maybe two of your biggest questions coming true. into the year. That's true. And, and, and now it may be one of uh, arguably one of the strengths of your entire team. I would say, you know, I mean, Josiah yeah. Pierre before this podcast, Josiah Pierre, um, jumped into the portal. He's got one year left. Why does he do this? Well, I mean, it's pretty well, well established, you know, Ben and, and, and Jacob, and then you've got um, Justin Horn and Mike Dingle and John Curry. And, I mean, and on and on it goes behind them and they're young, they can run. And so, you know, but that, that's a direct correlation. And this is the, this is the reason that the portal is there. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, so 
one more question, but this one's for me. Important stuff, because uh, this is our last podcast we're going to record before Christmas. We'll take a, a break for Christmas. So, level, top five Christmas movies. Um, Home Alone is tops. Uh, I think Good Home answer. Alone 2. Home Alone 2, I'm going to put it in the top five, you know, um elf christmas vacation and um golly does like one of those tv specials count like which one it's hour long like rudolph the red-nosed reindeer oh yeah that no that was a mark for that when i was a kid man counts you know yeah completely train with square you know the island of misfit toys well, right? yeah the the babes in toyland that shoots jelly yeah i mean that's so th- that's what i'm rocking with home alone one and two elf uh, christmas vacation and um yeah and then uh and then rudolph the red-nosed reindeer that's where i'm and and, and I, I will say though in its own category because it's absolutely a christmas movie die hard there he is is, <laughs> is on is on the list um but i but i'm not gonna besmirch these other movies by by associating it with the greatness of Die Hard, uh, Nakatomi Plaza, <laughs> never be the same again, Christmas party, I um, mean the whole thing, Christmas movie, yes, I, I I'm dying on that hill, man. You're correct. Um, I mean you're you're completely wrong when it comes to pineapple and pizza, but Die Hard is a Christmas <laughs> movie, so so we're yes. good we're good on that front. All right, man. Well, level I I appreciate the time and. Uh, have a very Merry Christmas. Spend some good time with the family. And uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. I'm not sure when we'll do. Uh, we'll be back around the first of the year. Hopefully yeah. um, there'll be some basketball play between them. But, yeah, we'll definitely be here with you before, I don't know, around New Year's, before conference play gets going for, for hoops. But uh, appreciate everybody for listening to these podcasts. Woodman is nice enough to spend some time with me. Thank you to the folks at Cantex Roofing and – Everybody at Raymar Communications and Double T ninety seven three, my whole family there, and uh, and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, appreciate everybody listening. Guns up, keep your head on a swivel with this portal stuff, folks. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, keep hope alive. Uh, Woodman, appreciate you, man. Absolutely, that's Chris Lovell. I'm Choice Woodman. You've been tuned into the Ask Level podcast right here, powered by Double T ninety seven three. You've been listening to the Ask Level podcast, powered by Double T ninety seven three.